the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. James said this, faith without works is dead. Meaning, since you have faith, there should be some kind of evidence in your life that this faith has no longer been just lip service, but there's a corresponding action. That now, Jesus, I will show you my faith by my works. We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousins. God is doing something Because another soul was saved. What can you do right where you are? You don't have to have all this other stuff. All you have to do is say, how can I be a bridge? How can I help you get to him? How can my testimony help you? Now, if every believer just went to the neighbor and said, how can I help? Jesus said this, listen, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. You want to shift the world? Start talking to your neighbor. You don't have to go down the street and you don't have to go across the world. Talk to the person right next to you. Glory to God. There's somebody that needs to hear a word from you. Now, to be clear, because I want to teach it right, just because you feed somebody, just because you clothe somebody, just because you pray for somebody, does not mean that is a prerequisite for salvation. Ephesians says this, for it's by grace, God's remarkable compassion and favor drawing you to Christ, that you may save, actually delivered you from judgment, give eternal life, and a salvation not of ah, works, your own effort. You cannot earn heaven. It's the gift that God gave you. You just got to receive it. Hallelujah. Now, everyone say balance, 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 pass the balance. James said this, faith without works is dead. Meaning, since you have faith, there should be some kind of evidence in your life that this faith has no longer been just lip service, but there's a corresponding action. That now, Jesus, I will show you my faith by my works. Matthew 25, 37. Here we go back into Matthew. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you and thirsty 
and give you something to drink? And when did we see you as a stranger and invite you in or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and come to you? Verse 40 says, the king will answer and say to them, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, to the extent that you did it to one of these brothers of mine, even the least of them, you did it for me. Wow. This parable describes how God gives grace and mercy every day and how we treat the people we encounter is an indicator. Some of us are going to get to heaven and be shocked at the people you walk past, not realizing that was an opportunity that God put in your way to see where you were. The acts do not depend on your wealth, your ability, intelligence. These are just simple acts. Freely give blessing people. We have no excuse to neglect those who have deep needs. We should not think of these responsibilities only as for the church and the government. Every single one of us has a responsibility. Each one, reach one. Jesus demands our personal involvement in caring for others. Isaiah 58 and 7 says this. Is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and the homeless and the poor into your house? When you see the naked, that you cover them and not hide yourself from the needs of your own flesh and blood? There's been a big discussion about who's my brother. Some have said by the Jews were talking about this and they had a big argument asking, so who is my brother and who is my sister? And Jesus said, praise God, the the ones who follow the will of God. The point of the parable is not the who, but the importance of serving and service to others. You could identify your life by who you serve, who you submit, who you sacrifice for, (laughs) and who you sow into. The four S's. So, serve, sacrifice, and submit. Those S's will give you an indicator of who is important in your life. Who will you sacrifice for? Who will you submit to? Who will you serve and who you serve? By the way, all four of the answers are the Lord. Amen? Or uh, his, his call for your life, which is ultimately is becoming more and more like him. Verse 41. Then he will say to those on his left, leave you cursed ones into eternal fire which have been prepared for the devils and his angels there it is verse 41 so hell was never meant for you hell was for there it is the devil and his demons now the only reason you may go to hell is you choose not to follow christ he said i want you hot cold lukewarm spit out the choice is yours Get left or get right. Verse 42. For I was hungry and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger and you did not invite me in. Naked, you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, you did not visit me or help me ministering care. Verse 44. Then I say also in turn, will answer, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not minister to you? Verse 45. Then he replied, I assure you and most solemnly say to you, 
to the extent that you did not do it for the least of them, you did not do it for me. How will we feel to realize that we've walked past Jesus? It's kind of like on Damascus Road (laughs) when Jesus came to Paul and says, Paul, 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 why why do you attack me? Who are you? I'm Jesus. Man, who would have known that how we treat the least as an indicator of how we feel? Now, by the way, if you study study kingdom, 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 not not country, but kingdom, uh, the reflection of the king is the prosperity of his least. If you study kingdom, kings get glory when the least are prospering. So reflection of kingdom mentality is measured by how the poorest are doing. Total different mindset because the kingdom, his, the king's, uh, his glory is based on how his people are doing. That's where his glory comes from, that his people prosper. Glory to God. So how we treat the least is a reflection of how we feel about him. Tight but right. Believers, what difference can you make to perpetuate God's kingdom in the earth? Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Verse 46. Then these unbelieving people will go away into eternal unending punishment. But those who are righteous and right standing with God will go by his remarkable grace. By what? Grace. You can't earn it. It was grace into eternal unending life. Now, here's a pop quiz, y'all. How you doing with the hungry? How you doing with the thirsty? How you doing with the stranger? How are you doing with clothing folk? How are you doing with the sickly? How are you doing with in prison? Now, if we were to do a test in our country right now, <laughs> we might have a D. Because hungry, ooh, ooh, thirsty, the stranger get tore up. Clothing, the sick. We have to reprioritize kingdom. Because you may get it twisted and see, this is what God looks for. This is what God honors. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Don't get all quiet on me. I see y'all getting quiet. Y'all be all right. You've been listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Riverview, Florida. Hello, family. I'm so excited to come today and discuss all the amazing things that God is growing. My latest book, Prayer Life, The Conversation, has officially launched, and I can't wait for you to get it in your hands. In this book, I share my journey on the power of prayer. I talk about how I became known as the prayer guy. I speak on the 18 reasons for unanswered prayer, 10 conditions for answered prayer, 5 benefits of daily prayer, Hannah's 5 keys to her prayer success, Hezekiah's 7-step prayer model, and the 7 ways to pray to get answers. Throughout this book, I even do a daily journal to where you can log your conversation with God. Get this book in your hands. You can get it from Amazon.com 
or jomocousins.com. Again, jomocousins.com. Get your book today. Give someone the gift of prayer. God bless you. It's Pastor Jomo. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. The number to call in is 712-432-0075. Again, the number is 712-432-0075. You simply enter the access code 101-804. Again, the access code is 101-804. For more information or to leave a prayer request for Dr. Jomo to pray over, please visit our website at freshwindradio.com. And now, let's get back to the Word. We are commanded to love. Here it is. Matthew, no, excuse me, Mark. Jesus answered. The first, here it is, and most important thing is, here, O Israel, the Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind and with all your strength. The second, you shall unselfishly love your neighbor as yourself. There is no greater commandment than these. How we love. Mm. I like what Jesus said in 1 John 4.20. If anyone says, I love God and hates works against his Christian brother. He is a liar. Mm, mm, mm. For the one who does not love his brother whom he has seen cannot love God who he's not seen. This commandment we have from him that the one who loves God should also unselfishly love his brother and seek the best for him. Number three. Christ distinguishes his brother and sister. This is really cool right here. Matthew chapter 12. It reads, while he was still talking to the crowds, it happened that his mother and brother stood outside asking to speak with him. (laughs) Some would think Jesus is a little rude, but it is what it is. And someone said, look, your mother and your brothers are standing outside asking to speak with you. But Jesus replied to the one who told him, who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Wow. And stretched out his hands towards his disciples and all his followers. He said, here is my mother and here's my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven by believing in him and following me is my brother, my sister, and my mother. I think we have the wrong allegiance. We have an allegiance. We have a greater allegiance to things than we do to God. We, have, we, we pledge allegiance to a flag. Okay, it's not a bad or good thing. We have allegiances to color, allegiances to race. We have allegiances to frats. We have allegiances to sororities. We have all kinds of allegiances. But when you stand before God and he's going to say, Have you pledged allegiance to me? 
Matthew 6, 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else. I see everyone has time for this and time for that. But when God puts your work on the scale, will there be anything left in the fire that God can say, well done, my good and faithful servant? We got to make a choice. Pastor, what do you mean? You're going to take a knee one day. Pastor, what do you mean you're going to take a knee? The Bible says, at the name of Jesus, every tongue will confess and every knee will bow. You won't get on your knee now or you won't get on your knee later. But either way, you're going to get on your knee. Who do you stand for? Because it's amazing to me is I see everyone here fighting over this and that. I'm allegiance to this and I'm allegiance to that. No, no, no. When you stand before God and he asks you the question, where's your allegiances? It got to be the kingdom. You know, my wife, she had a job at a temp agency. <laughs> uh, we were going through a season and she worked at a temp agency. And I say, so, man, what do you do when you do interviews? Well, we hire people and we tell them it's temp to perm, it's temp to perm. I said, so, man, what's temp to perm? You're on a temporary job assignment, and if you do good, you may get a permanent position. We say when we tell people like that, they work hard because they're assuming if I work hard, I can get what? A permanent position. And God told me, whether you know it or not, all of y'all are on a temporary job assignment. This work you're doing right now is only temporary. And God is saying, I'm just trying to see what your permanent position is. This earth is temporary. What you do here is temporary. And you are positioning yourself for eternity. So make the right choice. Because <laughs> all this stuff is going to pass away. And God's going to say, what have you done for my kingdom? The Bible says, lay up in, in, in heaven where your treasures. Lay, lay your treasures up in heaven where moth and rot don't decay. Don't get so caught up in this season, this time. Because understand where you stand, what you do. You're positioning yourself for a permanent position. Matthew 6.33 tells us, seek ye first the kingdom of God is righteousness and all else shall be added unto us. So what can we do right now, Pastor? What could we do right now? Second Chronicles 7.14 says this, if my people are called by my name, humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, miss my face, Turn, repent, turn from your wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins. And key point, I will heal their land. The land cannot be healed until we first humble ourselves. Pray. Pray 
is indicative that you don't have an answer. The reason you pray is because you don't know. The reason you pray is you need help. Seek. He says, crave after, hunger after. Seek me, my face. <laughs> to seek his face means you got to get in his face. And turn. Turn around the things you used to do. Then I will hear. There's prerequisites in the kingdom of God. The love of God is unconditional. But the blessings of God are based on conditions. Believers, right now we're being tested. And I'll ask you, where do you stand? Because the Bible says that God will come back like a thief in the night. You will not know the hour or the time. But when he comes back, the question is, are you ready? This week while I was, uh, I was helping out with some of the grocery giveaway, I told one of our, our senior saints, Salt, I said, you know what? I want, when Jesus comes back, he catches me working. He says, no man who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is worthy of my kingdom. Lord, when you come, I want to catch me working. Believers, when he comes back, make sure he catch you working. Glory to God. Because this life we have is temporary, y'all. But it's a setup for your permanent position. I ask you, do you know him? Do you know Jesus as your Lord and Savior? John 14 and 6 says, he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. No one comes to the Father but through the Son. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, all have fallen short of glory. None of us are perfect. Romans 10.9 says, If you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth, you shall be saved. Some of you may be in a backsliding condition. You know what to do, but you're not doing what you know. Change because of you. Some of you are looking for home church. I'm not a perfect man or a perfect pastor. We serve a perfect God who helps imperfect people. And if you want something different, you got to do something different. I want you to pray with me right now. Father God, I thank you for your son Jesus, who died for me, who rose for me. Lord, I make him my Lord and my Savior. Holy Spirit, come into my life. Guide me, lead me, fill me. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Well, believers, if you prayed that prayer with me and you want to be saved or rededicated or join love first, I want to know. Or you may need prayer. I want to know. You can go to our website, lfcc.tv forward slash pray. lfcc.tv forward slash pray. And we will respond to you expeditiously. Right now, we're going to receive our tithe and offering. There's four ways to give. You can go to our website, lfcc.tv forward slash give. And you give as your Lord, as you're led. Then you can give by text message the amount you want to give to 84321. The amount you want to give to 84321. And some of you give through Cash App. Love First Church. If you could, in a memo line, put your member number or your name. And some, mail it or drop it off. Whatever works for you. Luke 638 says this, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. 
Press down, shaking together, and running over. For the measure we give is the measure that we shall receive. Let's pray over your giving right now. Father God, I bless the seed they sow. Let it come back in their life, pressed down, shaking together, and runneth over. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, family, I love you. God bless you. First John 4, 4 says this. We are of God, little children, and we have overcome them. For greater is he than us than he that's in the world. God bless. And remember, each one reach one. Whose life can you impact with your life? I love you. God bless you. You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio.